Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores a golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, new sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's say good times in. Tomorrow's gonna be better than today. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here in Portland on the AM. 860 The Answer channel and also part of the Golf News Network worldwide. Uh, and then, of course, in Texas, Oklahoma, and Pennsylvania, we've got stations there. We would like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also John Breaker and his family over at Birdie Ball in Colorado. Uh, Birdie Ball is uh, a marvelous uh, practice device, the actual Birdie Balls. They kind of look like a big napkin ring. And you can hit them off your deck or in your backyard. Uh, they don't go more than 40 yards, and it's a great way to practice if you have limited space and time. So check them out at birdieball.com. Well, uh, I have a new friend. She's coming to us this evening, morning her time from the other side of the world, down in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. It's Charlene Thompson. She is the publisher of We Women Golf Magazine. Charlene and I connected on LinkedIn. And I was fascinated by that because I know South Africa has produced a lot of great golfers over the years, uh, but I didn't know anything about her magazine and how she got involved. So we're going to find out today. Charlene, welcome. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much for having me on your talk show. I do appreciate it. And yes, I am very honored and thank you. Uh, no worries. No worries. So what? What prompted you to, to publish a magazine? I mean, that's a tough road sometimes. So uh, did <laughs> yes, you? Yes, Jeff, you're absolutely right. Did you uh, lose your train of thought one day and just decide to become a publisher? <laughs> or what did you do? Uh, yes, that is. Um, it, it's very close to being very accurate on what you just said. I think um, I live in the most one of the most beautiful wine districts um, ever in the world, Stellenbosch. And I think it was due to too much wine one night. I decided, well, <laughs> that, um, you know, there's never been a platform for women's golf in South Africa to voice what's happening. And I thought, well, well, if no one's doing it, why won't I do it? You know, maybe I should do it. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. But yes, um, your question was, why why did I get involved in doing it? Um, and about eight years ago, I got involved in the development and startup of a golf academy where I lived in a small little rural village. And mm-hmm. when I say small, it's one of those literally you don't sneeze because if you do, you'll drive right through the town. <laughs> tiny little, very tiny little <laughs> village. My kids were at school there. There was 250 kids in the, in the high school and the primary school, very similar. And we decided uh, we would like to introduce golf to them um, as I also lived on a little holiday resort that had or still has two nine hole, uh, you know, a golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah that's where it all started was the academy that we that we started at the school and both my children i have three of them but two of them played on the order of merit um and they played for their provinces and i traveled quite a bit with my children throughout south africa to be on the order of merit as you know how it works mm-hmm. and I fell in love with this whole lifestyle of golf. At that stage, I wasn't even playing golf myself. I'm a single mom. And the reason I mentioned that I'm a single mom is the long and short of it is that after all these experiences and exposure to this wonderful game called golf, um, you know, I had to find places to stay. I had to find golf um, psychologists, fitness trainers, diets, all, all the normal things that goes with golf. And I eventually started putting together a database of everything that I could find and lay my hands on. Um, this was pre-COVID. And then during COVID, I did some more research and decided, well, it's now been seven years into the golf industry on the level that I was involved with, that maybe I should start a women's platform, seeing that there is nothing. And I did a lot of research. And then 15 months ago, on the 1st of April, which many people ask me, is this April Fool's joke? Are you seriously going to do this? <laughs> and I launched it at a charity golf day that I was part of hosting and organizing. And um, the rest is, yeah, it's what you've seen currently. Um, I also needed an income. Being a single mom, I wasn't working. The, the golf um, academy that I was, well, was part of starting, I purely did out of charity. And um contribution in that way and then I decided well you know I don't want to leave the industry and, and I needed to start working and you know get an income it's like maybe maybe I can you know start this platform and maybe make a bit of side you know income from that sure and yeah so that there's a whole lot of reasons for, you know around it that influenced me to to start this publication had you had any publishing experience yeah, um, absolutely nothing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very that's brave one, of you. <laughs> that's where the one part comes in, I think. Yes. Um, I, I have no background in publication or journalism, media, or any of that sort. I was actually a farmer. Um, I was married to a farmer. And I would um, be farming with my ex-husband. And yes, I've always been passionate about marketing. Um, and once they did an interview with us on our business on the farm, and apparently I'm known for being very persistent. So if I want something, I <laughs> I pursue it, and I like to make a success of something that drives me. And my passion for the golf industry, uh, apparently I'm known for being very passionate about it. And yeah, that's I think that's what just drove me is my passion to make it a success to give the girls and the lady pros and the social golfers and everything golf. Uh, just the passion is driving the success. Well, I, I actually looked at a, a couple of your editions uh, and they're they're done very well. The, the layout is great. Um, I have a bit of a background in, in print journalism before I got into radio and TV stuff. And uh, I thought, I thought it looked really sharp. You know, I've had some people come at me over the years saying, I do another show, which isn't pertain to golf, but they come at you and say, Hey, I've got this new product or I've got this new deal. I've got this new idea. And I've also had that in the golf world where they come in and say, I'm going to start a 
usually it starts off as a website and a blog or something like that. And then they say, I'm going to expand it. But they really don't have the, I mean, I've only been talking to you for 10 minutes, but I can tell you've got a lot of passion about what you're doing. Uh, and that's, I think, one of the things that maybe falters on people is they don't have the passion. They may think it's a good idea to do it. They may not realize the amount of work that goes into something like that, which is, I have a pretty good idea. I can tell you that. It's 1130 at night and I'm doing an interview with you in South Africa. So it's, you know, you, you do what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to put the hours in. And um, yeah. I think that's very commendable that you've, uh, you know, you stepped up and you did this and you got it published and they look great. Have you had uh, a lot of support from the golfing industry in South Africa or worldwide for that matter? Jeff, thank you for asking that question. That is, um, that is a, that's a quite a very important question because without support in anything, I think one does in life, if there's no support, it's difficult to try and, pursue something and carry it through. So the answer to that is yes. The support that I've been getting has been absolutely overwhelming. Uh, I don't think there's a, a better word to use than that. It's been amazing. I have got support from the LPGA even in America that's been mm -hmm. sending me articles. Uganda, I'm working with the Freya Golf Academy. I'm now in touch with the RNA that's doing new golf development in Africa, which is which is my biggest drive of my my interest and passion is golf development um, so and golf growth. So I've got the Standard Bank Pro and Series, Standard Bank being one of our biggest banks in South Africa that's now launched in their third year, um, the biggest Pro Am Series for the uh, lady professional golfers in South Africa. So I'm also now their official media partner even the photographer, I'm writing wrap-ups and helping them with all of that. So, yes, the support has been amazing. I've even got an airline that's involved, all the unions, Golf RSA, um, the big pro shop group is giving contents. That's terrific. We're going to take a break here on uh, Grilling into Green. We're going to be back with uh, Charlene Thompson, a publisher in South Africa, down in Cape Town, of We Women Golf Magazine. We'll be back with Charlene in just a minute. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. And uh, before we get back and visit with Charlene Thompson from We Women Golf Magazine in South Africa, here's your little weekly golf travel tip. This is Charlene, this is just a new segment to the show here. And this is brought to you by Weston Kia. Uh, the Monterey Peninsula down in California, which is due south of me, is uh, very beautiful. And if you ever get to go to the Pasatiempo Golf Course, that is no exception. It's in the Santa Cruz area. If you want the translation from Spanish to English, it actually means activity done for enjoyment in your spare time. So how's that? Pasatiempo was designed by world-renowned golf architect uh, Alistair McKinsey. McKinsey even, uh, as you know, designed Augusta National and Cypress uh, Point along with Pasatiempo. But Pasatiempo was his favorite layout. He didn't have a home there. Of course, he's gone now, which uh, the home is still there on the 6th fairway. 
Um, McKinsey claimed that it was his best, best layout there at uh, beside Cypress Point in Augusta. So uh, Pasatiempo is about an hour's drive from Cypress Point down on the peninsula. And uh, from, of course, that's where Spyglass and Pebble Beach is. From Portland to where I live, it's about <clears throat> 740 miles if you go down uh, Interstate 5 and then take a right. So, uh, but they do, it's a semi-private club and they do make time for uh, tea times available for the general public. So go do that. And uh, here's the Kia pitch for you. Since uh, 1975, that's almost 40 years. The Weston dealerships have focused on one thing and that's customer service. In fact, it's their number one priority item on their to-do list is customer service. I know them. Um, I've known them since I was a little kid, and there's no better people to deal with. So if you're in the market for a new car, check out Weston Kia in Gresham, Oregon. Now let's get back and talk with Charlene Thompson from We Women's Golf Magazine. How did you come up with the title? Good question, Jeff. Um if you see at the bottom, the word golf is in a slightly different font and angle. Mm -hmm. So the we women is more of a, I would say, a verb, action. Well, all the grammar teachers out there, please don't hang me for this. Maybe it's not a verb. But it's an, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an acclamation. It's a, it's we women. And then you, we could do anything. So it's We Women Golf, We Women Golf and Travel. I've added that to the magazine as well now. We Women Golf, We Women and Business. So We Women can be anything. I could change the golf into anything or add. I've also started We Women Golf and Wine, which I, I played around a bit with introducing the world of golf to the world of wine. Because normally it's the other way around at golf days where people bring wine to the golf days. So I want to bring golf to the the wine industry and i've been featuring a lot of the women winemakers as well so the answer to that is we women we golf there you go <clears throat> did you get excuse me i got a frog in my throat this evening um <laughs> as long get, as it doesn't jump into a prince there yes it, i promise uh <laughs> did you get ernie else to uh, support you with his winery Yes, yes, they do. They have been in um, some of the issues and they'll be in the next issue as well. And they are, yeah, they're very proud to be involved with the magazine as well. Oh, that's great. That's great. So what do your kids think about this? They're golfers. Very proud of their mom. <laughs> are they? Well, they should be. Yeah, yeah, they're very proud of their mom. Um, when I started this, um I was sitting around a dinner table with them with a concept and they were like, I said, you know, this is going to cost me money to um, employ a designer, a graphic designer, because my designs aren't professional enough. And um, being a single mom, my funds, you know, were running really low. Sure. And I said, well, I'm going to take, you know, some of my last money that I had and I'm going to invest it in this magazine. And I said to the kids, do you think I should do this? And they all said, yes, go for it, mom. We believe in you. And they exceptionally proud of me. So let's talk about your golf game. Do you get much? <laughs> See, that's a, sta that's a standard response there, Charlene. Is, uh, Love it. Uh, unless I'm talking to a pro and they say, well, you know, I had a little swing issue and I worked through it and I went to my, my instructor or my shrink or whatever but when i talk to normal people 
then I ask them how their golf game is. They always laugh like you just did. And, and I could do the same thing. I played in a golf tournament today and I could laugh like hell yeah. over that, that performance. So how is your golf game? It's fun. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Jeff, I only started playing a couple of years ago, even being involved with the golf academy. I didn't play any golf till my daughter said to me, mommy, you can't live on a golf estate and not play golf. I said, my ego is not going to, it's not going to handle this um, this game at all. But yet, I did start playing with them. So my golf is 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 getting better every day. Every day that I when I play the pro ams, which I get invited to, I find that those kind of days really makes my golf better, stronger. I'm more inspired. I learn a lot on those pro am days where the pros give us tips, you know, and they help mm-hmm. us and. They, they really share a lot with you. So my golf, my handicap has been dropping since I've been playing um, with the pros. Um, it's now gone down to a 24, which is still high, but it's a handy 24, I must say, um, at some days, at some events. <laughs> um, but it's it's getting better. It's I played this week as well, and I can see improvement. I believe in coaching, um, which I need to get more time for, but course time. Is very important for for any golfer as much as you can get out there on the course and play so yeah my, my golf is fun i try I'm, i like to be competitive to the point where it's not annoying i don't get cross with myself when i play bad golf i just laugh you know and try and play better but it's when you hit that sweet spot and you, you get the ball and i've had my first hole in one after five months of golf you want to come back and you want another one so yeah I've been playing. I've been playing golf since I was twelve. I've never had a hole in one. I've come close, uh, lots Mm -hmm. of times, but never that last five to eight inches. It never rolled in the cup. You know, (laughs) that's golf. (laughs) Yeah, my other day I was playing with my son, and that's another thing that I really love about golf is I have two, two, three teenagers, and I love spending time playing golf with them and. The other day, I was very close as far as you were showing now um, of getting another hole-in-one. And my son said, if you get another hole-in-one before me, I quit playing golf. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He had to to buy me a beer, though, but I didn't get anything else. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're going to take another break. We're going to be back with Charlene Thompson from uh, South Africa, down in the Cape Town area. And uh, Charlene is the publisher of We Women Golf magazine in there in South Africa. Fascinating story. And we'll be back with more of it right after this. Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome back to Grilling It's Green. We'd like to thank the folks at Painterdale's Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also Pig Powder awarded the best rub on the planet. And you can buy that at pigpowder.com. To let you know, Charlene, I do a barbecue show that is syndicated also. And my co-host who lives in Florida, that's her product, uh, the pig powder. It's a wonderful, 
it's a wonderful rub uh, spice combination for anything. I don't know if she sells it in South Africa, but she didn't. Also, um, the Portland Classic, the LPGA, is coming to town uh, at the end of August up through the 3rd of September at Columbia Edgewater. I played at Columbia Edgewater about a month ago. The course looks great. And uh, it's always enjoyable when the ladies come to town. So don't uh, don't forget about that. <clears throat> We're talking with Charlene Thompson from South Africa here. What's been your biggest challenge in getting the magazine up and going and in keeping it going? That's a very good question. I don't think I've had time to actually sit down and think what is my biggest challenge. Um, content is not a problem. Content is plenty. In fact, um, I think there's so much content because of the need that there has been for a platform for women's golf. So the content is a lot. Challenge? Um, gosh, it's a very good question. Um, doesn't sound like a very good business for me if I don't know my challenges, do I? But um, uh, no, it's understandable. Maybe I don't know. I, re- I I can't think of the cuff now. Challenges? <laughs> maybe I don't have enough hours in the day. That's definitely That's a challenge the- to get everything done. Yeah. Uh, challenges? I would like to be ha- able to have my own team. I think that's a good good one to have a team that could be travel with me because I'm I'm traveling extensively now to a lot of women's golf days around South Africa, where mm-hmm. I could have a team that could produce better quality contents for media in the sense of social media. I find that is a challenge that mm-hmm. there is not enough contents for that. Um, there can be, but that is expensive because I need it. I need at least one or two people with good sound um, equipment, camera at this mm. stage, you know, I go around, also take my own photos. I do get a lot of photos that's contributed. And like I said, the content is contributed, but yeah, the challenge I think would be that um, is to have, yeah, have, have, have more, you see the magazine, I don't only want it to be um, online. I want it to be, be, have more videos, more reels, more interviews. I'll be doing a lot more live, like you, lives, live streaming, um, you know, on the site. But, um, yeah, that I think that's my challenge is to go the next level now with a magazine and make it more engaging with um, various multimedia plat- equipment. Yeah, this show is on 33 platforms yeah. or some ridiculous amount. And uh, I don't even, I have a young man that works for me that does it. And I don't even know all of them. Um, But once you get out there in the, as people being sarcastic here, call it the interweb, uh, you get out there and it's, it's great results, but you have to find somebody that knows their way to navigate through that. uh, Mm -hmm. From my experience, Uh, Mm. you know, prior to doing this kind of stuff, my, Google searches and a little Facebook once once in a while was kind of my thing, but um, yeah, it's expanded greatly, and so I think you're on the right track there. Tell us about South African golf in general. Uh, I'll be honest, I I did a little research, and of course, you know, I I knew about Gary Player, and I knew about Ernie Els, and I knew about the Emmelmans and Oosthuizens and those folks. Okay. And uh, what's the young lady's name there that plays? The, is it uh, Buhai? Is he pronounced that Buhai? Yeah, Ashley. That's Ashley. right. Ashley Buhai. 
Yeah, Ashley Bohai, that's been doing very well on the uh, circuit currently. Leanne Pace, um, Cassandra Alexander. So, yeah, South African golf is definitely growing exponentially. Um, there is a lot of the girls that's turning pro locally in South Africa. There's mm -hmm. a lot that's leaving that's also going to um, colleges in America, North Carolina, and, and the likes of those. So some leave to do college golf. Some, you know, get onto the LET. Um and a lot want to, you know, just turn pro and see how they can get out on the LET. Development is doing very well. There's a lot of emphasis on um, young golf grassroots development. The unions and Golf RSA is really investing a lot of quality time into that um, level of development. So looking at the female side, yes, there's a lot of growth for women's golf. Also, you've just seen what Crystal Lambrecht did now at, um, at the, the, um, the Open. And, yeah. Yeah, so the, the you know there was also another young guy called Carl Barker. He just turned pro a year ago. Um, he made the cut as well. He, uh, well, he made you know he got in, but didn't make the cut in the, for the final rounds. But South African golf is thriving everywhere. At schools, golf is becoming quite a popular sport. Um, there's a lot of academies. Every golf club that I know, well, every every golf club is quite vast, but a lot of the golf clubs are focusing on on young golf development. It's accessible, it's available, and it's affordable in South Africa. Definitely. I mean, I look at my two, my third one only wants to play golf if she can drive the cart and outdrive me. Other, <laughs> otherwise, she's not interested in taking it, <laughs> taking it up as a sport. Um, professionally or competitively, um, socially sure, but yeah, look at when my two was playing. Um, it's it's thriving out in South Africa. So, uh, like I said, I've I've been to Northern Africa. If you count uh, Saudi Arabia as part of Northern Africa, I've been there. But uh, some people do, some people don't, and we're kind of naive about that around here. But I, I've been to Australia, which, as the crow flies, is a lot closer to you than where I am today. But um, I I found that, uh, like in Australia, the courses were a little bit different than they were here in the States. That goes to reason. How are the courses down there? I'm, I'm interested in that. Like I said, I've never been to your country. Uh, I find it fascinating there. but um uh, are they are they fairways and greens like we would look at here in the states or more like the lynx golf or are they sand greens i mean take me golf 101 okay jeff good question maybe to give an idea that we have quite a vast amount of jack nicklaus courses in south mm -hmm. africa i know america is um, very proud of their golf courses always very green excellent quality um you know the greens the fairways top 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 quality golf courses well south africa i've played uh, quite a lot of golf courses myself and i can proudly say that our quality of our golf courses of africa is championship some of them really world class we've hosted some really great events in south africa as well um, last week, I played one of the um, best, well, they call it the truest Lynx course in South Africa, a beautiful course called Yumwood, um, highly rated in South Africa top 10. At one stage, uh, I believe it was rated in the top 50 in the world or something like that. 
um, as or hundred something like that, but a very high rating in the world as a linked schools. Um, we've got beautiful Parkland courses. Um, there's all, a big variety of courses that you can pick from where you want to play coastal courses. You've got the likings of Pinnacle Point, Bazula, that's on the edge, you know, really on the pinnacles of the of the ocean, um, beautiful cliffs looking, overlooking, you know, it's, um, we've got the famous Kakuza Golf Course, which I could really highly recommend, especially for tourists. It's in the middle of our national Kruger Park and don't get frightened, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it's sometimes there's lions on the tea boxes. Now that sounds very out of Africa, but it's very well managed with rangers should there be a morning um, lion on the tea boxes, believe me, you will be very safe. Um, they will be leaving shortly and you can go and tee off. Maybe a bit of slow play in front of you. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but South Africa, we, you know, the Gary Player courses, the Ernie Els courses that he's designed, the Obai, uh, Jack Nicklaus courses, which would be like the likings of Paul Valley. Um, no, we can be, we're very proud of the quality of courses that we have in South Africa. Um, the one I played last week was running on 14 on the greens, um, false, some false greens in South Africa, well manicured, you know, well kept, sure. great, great, great destination tourist golf courses as well. Beautiful place to come and play golf. I'm not sure any of them are more passionate about it than you are, but we'll, we'll find that out as time goes on. We're going to take another break. We're going to be back with uh, Charlene Thompson from We Women's Golf Magazine down in Cape Town, South Africa. It's morning there. It's night here, just so you know, uh, because this show actually runs in the middle of the day on the weekend. So uh, Charlene and I will be back in just a moment. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We're talking with Charlene Thompson from We Women's Golf Magazine on uh, down in Cape Town, South Africa. We will put the links on it. And, of course, we'll be doing all the social media posts when the show's uh, released, uh, which will just be in a few days here. So uh, I would, you know, look up our magazine. It's great stuff. You probably don't know too many of the players or anything, but the magazine is very well done, laid out nicely. Um, it's a lot better than some of the golf publications we have up here. Uh, I can tell you that because your is not pages and pages and pages of which, uh, four would to use, you know, type thing. It's more about the people and the sport. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so let me ask you something out of all the courses we were talking about a moment ago, is there one that is Charlene's favorite? Absolutely, you want to go back to as much as you can and play. Oh, Jeff, that is a very, very, very cruel question. <laughs> to ask. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like um, you know, asking which of my three children is my favorite. You know, whichever um, one's the nicest that day. I have a daughter, so I understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes for that answers it. Then um, 
which golf course was the nicest to my game. Um, last week when I played the links at Humewood, I was told beforehand about the par three and um, and the hole six. And everybody talks about those two holes. And as golf, of course, it got to my head and I, I ringed both those holes. And I want to go back and I want to beat those two holes. So, yes, that was last week's experience. Um, Skakuza was really extraordinary. I duffed the ball on the tee box when everybody was watching me because I was a, a guest there. I want to go back and redo that first tee. <laughs> and I was looking at everything so beautiful around me. I also enjoyed Pinnacle Point and Pazula very much. Fan Court is beautiful. Um, it's it's there's just so many Pearl Valley, um, Arabella on the coast at the Whale Coast. Jeff, it's difficult. No, they, I, I really at this stage I cannot say there's one specific golf course that that I would keep going back for. Um, no, it's just too many. It's like our wine farms, which is my favorite one. The one that's got cold wine, and I'll yeah. just keep going back to them all. <laughs> okay. By the way, I was going to tell you when I was in Australia, been there more than once, and when I was playing down there, we didn't have lions, but we did have crocodiles and kangaroos on a couple of the courses that I played. And that made it interesting because the crocs, the 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 roos would just kind of they were pretty anesthetized to humans. But if you got close, they moved on. The crocodiles, not so much. They didn't care. <laughs> it was an immovable object at times, you know? <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah. it wasn't like that. Where do you see yourself, Charlene, with this in, say, three to five years? Are you going to be a global, the Rupert Murdoch of, of golf magazines in the world? Is that how you're going to do that? I don't know. Maybe that's not a good analogy. I don't know, but uh, he's a, was a big media mogul. So, Jeff, yeah, thanks for asking that question. Um, I believe to have been known for always thinking very big. Uh, maybe I should become an American because <laughs> you guys would like, like to think. Um, I to answer that, yes, I would like to go global, international. That's why I also didn't call this one specifically We Women Golf South Africa, which eventually I will um, do that. I would like to franchise or brand it out and have, have it all over the world so we golfers can literally tee off together um, and learn from each other, grow together um, for the sport we love so much. So, yes, I would like to see myself go with We Women Golf International. I've already been building up the relationships globally from Europe, Africa, um, Asia as well. Yes. Um, and and then America, I've got some friends there as well. So yes, I would like to see the magazine go global. So how can people find you very quickly? Because I'm going to run out of time here, at least on this segment, Charlene. But how can people find the magazine? That's easy. It's on the website. We Women, um, M-E-N, Golf. .co.za. It's a free publication, so there's no subscription fees. It's accessible for anybody and everybody. Um, and it's easy as that. And if they want to get a hold of me, you just jump on an airplane and you fly to Cape Town. I'll pick you up and I'll take you for a round of golf in sunny South Africa. There you go. It's a it's a deal, I promise. Um, Charlene Thompson is going to stick around for after hours, but that's going to wrap up the regular show this week. Charlene, thank you so much. This has been a a very interesting and fascinating uh, and inspiring conversation. So you had an idea and you followed through on it. And I really like that. 
Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. And to all the listeners, just keep just keep playing one shot at a time. God, I wish I could have done that today. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Remember our, our saying here, go out, play some golf, have some fun, and be kind. And we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.